Yes, hello. Hello, hello. I'm back. I am your eight-dimensional galactic ambassador to whatever the fuck is happening here. I can't... I show up so infrequently for this job, I can't even remember what the job title is. I don't think that's on me, though. I think that's on whoever thought, let's hire an eight-dimensional being to ambassador this third-dimensional thing. I don't, I'm don't. i not even living by the same set of rules that you're living by. I, we don't have time where I'm at. I'm in the black hole playing ketamine pong with some Arcturians. I don't, I, my, I don't get a signal. My earth calendar isn't working. And I'm not working. Of course, I'm not going to show up for this job. We don't work where I, not like this. I'm like on earth, they have what's called a work ethic. And we all laugh and laugh because none of my ethics involve work. Anyway, this is not going to be long. None of these are going to be long and none of them are going to be on time. Set your expectations somewhere in there. I might move this whole party to TikTok. I don't know. Here are some things that are happening and I'm going to use analogies of earth things. First of all, on earth, you are one of those cheap smartphones that comes preloaded with a lot of garbage apps and games. That's the reality that you are currently living. You are in the process of trying to get these preloaded programs and games out of your system. And when you get them out of your system, you help take them out of the grid. Last time we talked about you being a phage and you're putting new stuff in. You're also doing that. You're changing your mind about how the world works. You're changing your mind about how to be in relationship. You're changing your mind about your trauma responses. You're healing. You're changing. You're changing your prejudices. You're changing your judgments every single day. You're changing stuff. And when you change it, your system has to reset. That's part of how this works. You know, when your computer is like, hey, we got an update and you're like, how do you already have another fucking update? You just updated three days ago. And they're like, well, whenever you want to do something here, I just want you to stop and reset. That's exactly how reality works. So occasionally you will go into the void. If you don't know what the void is, it's the in-between space. It's when you delete a version of yourself and then you sit, you power down. You have to reset the system. Why? Because your system is used to going from point A to point B in a very specific way. It takes this route every single time. And if its route is usually through this old coping mechanism, this old addiction, this old uh, you know, unhealthy relationship habit, you need to reset your system so that you can come back and operate in the world in a different way. Now, this usually takes two to six-ish weeks. You can get stuck in the void for a really long time. We'll talk about that in a second. But usually it's just a reset. Now, when you're in the void, this is the equivalent of resetting your computer and while the computer is turned off. While you're in the void, it's very easy to convince yourself that you have always been in the void. I have always felt like this. Symptoms of being in the void are uh, feeling nihilistic, feeling hopeless in a who gives a shit sort of way, 
feeling bored, feeling restless. Who am I? Why am I? What's the point? What are we doing here? We're never going to do anything ever again. Everything sucks. And time gets really distorted when you're in this energy. I cannot recommend enough, even though this is maybe on this podcast the first time I've ever recommended it, for you to keep a diary on your phone or if you want to carry an actual journal, very old school, something that you can just every single day make a headline of how you feel. I'm feeling manic. I'm feeling like I'm downloading. I'm feeling like I'm figuring everything out. I'm feeling activated by every podcast I'm listening to. I'm feeling depressed. I'm feeling hopeless. I'm feeling exasperated. I'm struggling with relationships. I'm figuring out the universe, whatever, so that you can realize that you are moving constantly through so many different kinds of energies Because when you're in one energy, it's very easy to convince yourself that you've been there forever. Just like it's very easy to convince yourself that you haven't really done much and you haven't really evolved much, but that's also not true. You're killing it. And I know I've said this a million places, but not here. Look at the people from the generation before you. Remember them when they were 40 and and then when they were 60. Were they very different? As a person, now look at yourself in October. This is another reason to keep a journal. You're changing so much. I may have actually just used that analogy. Who gives a shit? Anyway, you are changing and growing so much. And it happens really fast and it happens in a spiral. And you might be in the void right now. You may have slipped into the void sometime in April or May because there is a big collective void happening. They happen to happen around the time of eclipses. Some of you are not into astrology. Astrology is not horoscopes. You don't have to be into astrology, but it is kind of our energetic weather. And it is helpful to kind of have that because then you go, oh, okay, we are in a void. We are about to be coming out of this void energy for many of you who have been experiencing it for this window of time. And the exit from the void is also very uh, intermittently uncomfortable. It can be very grating. And this might not apply to you. You may not have had anything to delete in this round. So if you don't resonate with this, come back and listen to it when you do feel like you are deleted. When you do feel like, I don't care about anything. Who am I? My avatar has had void so intense that I didn't know if I was going to ever have a personality again. And then, unfortunately for all of you, I do. So, another kind of void that is pretty important for a lot of you is the graduation void. Now, everybody's waking up. Everybody's becoming more self-aware. This is an ongoing process that's going to go on and on for a few more years. But there is a point in awakening somewhere between three to five years on average where you reach the end of getting your mind blown 24-7, where the podcasts aren't going to be, aha, I knew it. We're reading books isn't going to fucking blow your shit. And that's good. 
It's good because that means you're landing and you are becoming a conscious creator of your own reality in a way that is not a student. That period of time can be a little bit depressing. And part of the reason it's depressing is because the entire time you are waking up, and here in this context, I'm using waking up as waking up to the nature of reality and realizing that everything you ever learned wasn't true, whatever, that part, the fucking whoa paradigm shift of awakening. Throughout that process, you project a lot of ideas of what you think the future is going to be. And to a certain extent, that is delaying happiness. There is a bit of fantasy in there. There is a lot of projection in there, and that's totally natural. But there comes a point where there's not a lot more to learn in a podcast or a book or in something outside of you. And now you are moving into the internship, the apprenticeship of being a powerful being in reality. And there's a bit of a downer there because now it's real. Now it's up to you. Now that future that you keep projecting onto and keep waiting till you get to is waiting on you. And it's a little bit of a bummer. And a lot of you are in that right now. That one can last for up to a year. And then one day you wake up and you go, oh shit, but I'm still an infinite being. Okay, got it. I'm the change. Got it. Okay, got it. So if you're in both of these voids right now, you might not have any idea what to do. You don't have to know what to do. You don't have to have a plan. You don't have to be productive. You don't have to be in a perpetual state of getting your mind blown. Sometimes just take your shoes off and go walk around. Just go walk, hug a tree, eat a cheeseburger, whatever your thing is, connect with reality a little bit. If you are feeling like, who gives a shit? What is the point? If you're starting to feel tricked by awakening stuff, put it away. Put it away. Here's the thing. This is happening. This awakening is happening. It's happening to everybody. For some people, that has to do with alien consciousness. For other people, that has to do with learning about their trauma responses. For other people, that has to do about becoming conscious of the environment. Whatever. It's happening. This shit is shifting. This thing is changing. We cannot stop it. It's like labor. It truly is like the labor process. It is an involuntary process that is going to happen even if you stop listening to the podcast, even if you put the books away and just go live your life for a little bit. For a lot of you, that's let the magic come back to you. You can get very addicted to getting your mind blown constantly and you can't be getting your mind blown constantly and also be in your power. Because if you're in your power, it's not that mind blowing because you already know it to a certain extent. And that's not to say that there won't be ongoing discovery. And I promise you, it gets cool. It gets really fucking cool on the other side of this void. But sometimes you just need to take a break, take a breather. If it's not fun, take a break. You're not going to miss a train. It's not going to happen without you. As a matter of fact, what usually happens when you let go and just go live your life, the magic starts showing up in a fresh way. The synchronicities start popping out of the woodwork. And you're like, oh, yeah, that's right. That's what I fucking liked about this shit. Anyway, 
also reality is a video game. That's the only way I know how to describe it in in I know I just told you that you were a cell phone with a bunch of programs on it, but you're also a cell phone who's playing a video game. I don't know. It's really hard to describe what reality is, but here is the cliff notes. When you zoom all the way back to the very beginning, the origins of all of it, we are all collectively, me, you, everything you can see, touch, taste around you, everything is a piece of one giant buzzing imagination that is bored as hell. And that buzzing imagination breaks itself off into a million different worlds and a million different scenarios and then plants itself inside of it to experience that because we don't have it. it just There's nothing else to do because the shit never began and it never ends. And I don't know how to, who the fuck knows what that means, but this is why we're all exhausted because it's infinite. It's infinite and it's a million different possibilities and a million different timelines. You are concurrently a part of that imagination creating and also a piece of that imagination experiencing. And the best way to experience reality is to play it like a video game. You're not obligated to play it like a video game, but that's the most fun. You can definitely take it super seriously, and that's not going to change it. Here on Earth, you guys think if you take everything super seriously that that's somehow going to make you a better person. It doesn't. It just makes you less fun at parties. So just a couple quick pointers about how to tell if you're playing your life like a video game or if you're maybe taking it a tad too seriously. First of all, when you get to a video game, you don't know the world that you're in and you understand that. You understand that. Nobody would start a brand new video game and then immediately start beating themselves up for not understanding this world that we're in. I know that you think you're still living in the same world that you've been in for 20 to 40 to 60 years, but nothing about this world is the same. You're living in a two-year-old reality at best. The thing is changing and morphing every single day. And this is some dumb idea that we had where we were like, usually there's a flood or a meteor in the middle of realities, but we were like, oh, let's meld them together and then just grind through a decade threshold. That's what you're in right now. This thing, the rules to this thing change every single day. You're part of changing the rules to it. So expecting yourself to be perfect or to understand it or to know how to beat every level immediately is ridiculous. It's a ridiculous expectation. And if you're looking at life like it's a video game, you understand that I don't know this world. I don't know this world. I've never been conscious in a relationship before. I'm typically in relationships to project my shit onto other people and experience them as some sort of enemy who's failing me. Now, all of a sudden, I can hear my own motives and my own bullshit. I've never done this before. I'm probably not going to win this level immediately. When you play life like a video game, you understand I'm going to die on these levels, and I'm gonna have to go back to the same level. When you're taking reality too seriously, you feel like the fact that you're back on the level again is some sort of statement about your worth or about your future or about whether or not you're ever going to get off this level. When you know you're playing a video game, of course you're gonna get off this level, but you have to play through. When you hit an obstacle in a video game, it's a wall. You can't figure out how to get over the wall. You've tried jumping over the wall. You've tried stacking things up against the wall. You've tried driving things through the wall. I can't get, tried lining up all the blue beads to make the wall fall down. Nothing has worked. 
You understand that you have to zoom out and look at it from a different perspective. When you're taking your life too seriously, you just shout at the wall for 18 months. You just tell the wall that it should be something different. That's the difference. Doesn't work, by the way. Figuring out whether or not you can change things is very helpful. In this specific video game, spoiler alert, you can't change other people. I know I've said that a million times, but we don't seem to learn that lesson. We can just yell at things and tell them to be different, or we can zoom out and look at it from a different perspective and figure out how to get around it. When you're playing a video game, you're very engaged in the process. You're like, I am in this game. I am doing this thing. I don't know if you've ever lived with someone who is addicted to video games, but boy, can I tell you, they are engaged in that process. When you are taking life too seriously, you're in the video game, but you're contracted. You're recoiling. You're waiting for the spaceship to pick you up that's never going to come. You're shadow boxing things you can't change. You want out. You want out, which is, of course, how you would feel if you were alive inside of a video game and you were not playing it like a video game. It would feel like a trap. When you are in a video game, you are in the moment addressing the issues of the moment. You kind of don't have a choice if it's first person shooter, right? Because it's right there. We don't have time to think about the last level and how we would have done things differently or how we liked that level better than this level because there's a zombie that's about to eat our face. We have to pay attention to the moment that we're in. We also don't have a whole lot of time to be thinking about the next level. Also, me thinking about the next level or worrying about the next level when I'm playing a video game, I understand is 100% speculation because I have no fucking idea what's in the future because I haven't gotten there yet. But when we're taking life too seriously, we are time traveling constantly. I'd rather be ruminating on the past or projecting onto the future. When you're playing a video game, you are focused on your own game. You are not worried about what is happening in other people's games. Unless, of course, you're playing the kind of game where you're able to come together and play together. And when you do that, you understand that we are consciously co-creating a world together in this video game. When you are playing a video game, you understand that there are characters playing certain roles and that those roles are to benefit you or to challenge you within the video game. And you deal with those roles for what they are. When you are taking life too seriously, you are focused on trying to change the characters and get the characters to be something different, which does not work in video games, nor does it work in real life. These last two were the most important. Number one, when you're playing a video game, if it's the kind of video game that requires a certain amount of energy, you are aware of the energy it takes to complete certain tasks. And you have a energy bar, which if I could change anything about this reality, it would be that people would have some sort of energy bar somewhere that they could see it. But you have the ability to check in with your body and see, do I have the energy to carry out the task that I'm trying to carry out? In a video game, you understand if I only have two bars and I want to go do this activity that takes seven bars, I'm just going to die on this level. It's not going to work. So right now, what I need to focus on is energy building activities, not trying to do something that is not going to work with the amount of energy that I have. If you take nothing else from this podcast, 
learning to check in with yourself. We've talked about this on Charge Your Battery. Check in with yourself and figure out if it is time to be filling your cup or if you have the space to be emptying your cup. Running around trying to do shit that you can't doom scrolling, uh, saying yes when you should be saying no, doing things that freak you out and empty you out, trying to be there for people when you can't, when you don't have any energy does not make you a better person. It makes you a bad video game player. Checking with your energy and knowing right now is about filling my cup. That doesn't mean be a permanent filling the cup person. Everything is changing all the time. We're doing this shit in a spiral. You wake up in the morning, you feel empty, you feel drained. This isn't the day to try to write your book. Go fill your cup. Fill your energy up. All right. And the last one. In a video game, you know that there is a solution to every problem. That there is an answer to every riddle. That there is a exit to every maze. And you approach it that way. When you are taking life too seriously, you become convinced that everything is a permanent catastrophe, that it cannot be solved, that nothing will ever work out ever. And what would be very helpful is if you had that journal and you kept track of some of the times where you thought this was going to never work out and that it ended up working out. It sometimes doesn't work out the way that you want it to work out, but it still works out. A couple other things, rules to this game, this specific game that you're playing. Emotional attachment makes sense. It makes sense. Your feelings are valid. This is not the easiest time to be incarnated in this realm. And that's valid. Keeping your hand open and being as curious, as playfully curious as possible is going to make it easier. But it's still going to be hard sometimes. It just is what it is. Emotional attachment to an outcome is understandable, but it will fuck you. (laughs) It just will. And that's, I'm attached to, I want this thing to happen. I'm attached to this thing that I have. I'm attached to this connection, whatever that is, will make you very vulnerable in this game. The next thing is stop trying to escape. I say that in every, because you can't. You can't accept that you're here, accept that this reality involves pain, accept that feelings are part of this experience for the love of fuck. Stop trying to escape having feelings. All the feelings, all the feelings, let them pass through you. If you stop recoiling from them and just let them pass through you, you'll have a much healthier relationship with it. The fifth dimension is about experiencing reality through the emotional body. So people who are like, I'm here for 5D earth, but I'm here for positive vibes only. You're going to be walking around in a circle for a really long time. Also, don't listen to this podcast because this is not for you. There is no reality that is balanced, that is positive vibes only. And your feelings are not the enemy. And discomfort is not the enemy. And avoiding pain is not the goal of all of this. The paradox of this is the acceptance of pain and suffering and failure and setbacks turns the volume way down on those experiences. When you're contracted, when you're recoiling, when you're trying to escape, 
it's a million times harder. Imagine when a wave is coming to hit you, the difference between you being completely tensed up and trying to get away from it and just putting your arms out and letting the wave carry you. That's how the energy of this shit works. There are hacks within this game. These hacks are about dealing with your trauma. Learn about your nervous system. Learn about uh, cold showers. My avatar learned about cold showers in the last three weeks. So prepare for me to preach about that as if everyone else hasn't been saying it for a while. Get outside. Get some sun into your eyes. Drink enough water. Support yourself while you're in this process playing this video game. Learn how to get yourself out of survival mode. Learn about trauma responses. Learn about your trauma responses. Learn about trauma responses of the people around you. Heal your shit, but also take a break. Go have fun. It is a game after all. All right, that's it. So we got a few announcements before we go. You can go to Just Read Comedy. You can find a link to the Patreon. The Patreon is not this character. It's more serious and it's interviews and stuff. There's energy updates, whatever. You can check it out. You can pay to subscribe. You cannot. It's fine. There is an abundance course available that is uh, extensive going further into stuff that you've heard me talk about on abundance. There is now an honor system in the payment options. If you have the money to pay for it, I prefer that you pay for it, but obviously everybody looking to hack abundance is not rolling in course money. So there's a few different options, including a hack now pay later thing, whatever you can find it on the website. The music to the podcast is finally on Spotify. The music is by Mark Pontius. Uh, his name on is Suitnop, which is Pontius spelt backwards. If you want to find him on Instagram, it's Suitnop, but the S is a five. I don't know. Could he make it more impossible to find him? Probably not. Uh, the song at the beginning of this episode was with a band called New Mangoes. You can follow them as well. There is a link to the Spotify on jessareed.com. There is also a link to the Alien School Meetup. So here are the words that I'm saying right now. There is a meetup that is not my meetup. It is not my meetup. Whatever happens at this meetup is not on me. I am not your mommy. To the best of my knowledge, I will never put together a retreat or anything like that. It makes the hair on the back of my neck stand up. However, I am promoting it so that y'all can find each other. So this is a meetup being put together by people who like alien school stuff, who want to hang out with other people who like alien school stuff. I plan to be there, but all my plans are written in pencil because it is the fucking apocalypse. Speaking of the apocalypse, if you already bought tickets to the alien school meetup, that venue closed down which I think is fine because it had a little bit of a creepy like church camp vibe to it. And the new one is much cooler. So if you go to the website and you can't buy tickets today, you can probably buy tickets sometime in the next couple of days because they are changing everything for the new venue. And I have put that link to the meetup that is not my meetup. It is not my meetup. If you meet your twin flame and immediately do psychedelics and then it turns into a shit show, it has nothing to do with me. I merely am letting you know that the meetup exists. I have some trauma around this. 
Anyway, I think that's it. I'm going to, I think I'm going to start making TikToks, which is, um, you know, very Jessa of me. I'm like, I don't know. Have you guys heard of TikTok? I think I want to move to video medium. And so I'm exploring that right now, but who knows? One thing you need to understand about me is that I can only do things for like 15 minutes before I can't do them anymore. So this might be the last episode of this podcast. Who the fuck knows? Take care.